Good afternoon. This is Tom, and thank you for joining me for this eighth edition of our new podcast, The Fourth Watch. When we get to episode 10, we'll stop saying new. Like always, we're keeping these very short, right around four minutes or less. And today we want to talk briefly about two things, truth and telling the truth, and judgment in terms of what we say, write, and do. We often talk about the criticality of encouragement and encouraging others. In fact, we've discussed encouragement in episode three, and I've even written a little book about encouragement. But always, whenever I'm thinking about or writing about encouragement, I'm confronted with two other equally important virtues which really have nothing to do with encouragement, but which absolutely intersect encouragement every single time we encourage another person. These virtues are truth, or always speaking the truth, and always demonstrating sound judgment. Let's look first at truth. Truth is not a matter of your truth or my truth. That kind of truth is nothing more than some relative nonsense, part of this relatively new, broad, cultural phenomenon of deception that might only intersect with truth by chance or coincidence. In fact, relativists shouldn't even use the word truth because it's a corruption of the word. So what is truth? Remember, Pilate asked that of Jesus as we read in the 18th chapter of the book of John, and we'll tackle that in a later episode. So how do we define truth? Well, let's look at what old Noah Webster said in 1828. In his first ever American dictionary of the English language, Webster defined truth as an absolute. He defined truth as, quote, conformity to fact or reality, exact accordance with that which is or has been or shall be, end quote. Compare the absoluteness of Webster's truth in 1828 with Merriam-Webster's definition in 2020, which is, quote, the body of real things, events, and facts, end quote. Yes, it's close to Webster's 1828 definition, but it adds a judgment, proposition, or idea that is true or accepted as true and sincerity in action, character, and utterance. In other words, Truth to Webster in the early 19th century was, in its purest form, objective fact. It was the zenith of all accuracy and understanding, the highest measurement of fact. Truth was not relative. It was not up for subjective interpretation. It was not, as it is in the 21st century, simply sincere or accepted. It was, by any and all reason, exact and perfect. So no matter what we may want truth to be, it is what it is. Two plus two equals four. It will never be five, no matter how sincerely a person wishes it to be. Even if it seems unfair that five doesn't have its turn at being the sum of two and two, it never will be. Truth is objective fact. In 1770, attorney and future U.S. President John Adams recognized the unassailability of truth when defending the British soldiers charged with murder at the Boston Massacre. According to Adams, Facts are stubborn things, and whatever may be our wishes, our inclinations, or the dictates of our passion, they cannot alter the state of facts and evidence. For Christians, truth is absolute, just as Webster originally defined it. Does that sound harsh and unfair? Maybe. But as I found in my own spiritual search for truth, to embrace truth is the most liberating exercise of any man's soul. It has been for me. Truth is dependable. Truth is, as we might say in my Marine Corps, always faithful. So despite our whims, our emotions, and our brokenness, truth is always there, standing fast against the ever-corrupting power of the lie of sin, brokenness, and corruption. That, to me, is freedom in the greatest sense. Now, as regards truth or a lie, I've also heard people say, well, everyone lies. But that's wrong. 
Not everyone lies. Liars lie, and they justify their lying with a wrong-headed belief that because they lie, everyone else must also lie. So now, what about judgment? We see a lack of judgment all the time. People who speak, write, act, or post love me pictures or silly videos without thinking or caring who else in the world might see what they're saying, writing, or doing. Social media seems to breed poor judgment. And we'll actually have much more to say about judgment, but I'm running short of time today. Anyway, thank you for listening. Tell others. Our next podcast will be in a week or so, and God bless all of you.